0: Welcome to the Weekly Experience Podcast, covering Surrey, Hampshire, and Berkshire. The show that brings you all the facts about your local area. We are always looking for new guests to talk to us. So if you'd like to come on to our podcast, email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcast.co.uk. So sit back and enjoy the Weekly Experience Podcast welcome everybody
1: to this week's weekly experience we hear from Taylor Courtney from Taylor-made weddings also Joe Farone joins us for a chat on supporting ladies in business also Ross Smith has some gardening advice and yes Mandy Fleming from wise therapy is here at last with that 30 second ad challenge it would be it would be great for people to
2: acknowledge that um brain is a very important muscle and a healthy brain is a healthy person Finished.
1: I for <laughs> such t- plus also we have the top 20 Mother's Day facts for you also you get your Mother's Day calls in to us as well on the telephone with the weekly experience answer phone that is uh, plus also Rosie Turner joins us for a chin wag and plays us a tune as well we have the quiz and the mystery voices is up to week five and some great locally produced music <laughs> Plus also today, Jenny Knight is here from Night Ceremonies Two on the podcast across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. It's the best. It's brilliant. It's the weekly experience. So then it is the weekly experience today. We have we have Jack, we have Beverly, plus also Jenny is here today. Hello, everyone. Hiya.
3: Hello, hello,
1: hello, team. First of all, Beverly, how's your last seven days been?
4: Yeah, good, 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 good. I'm getting on really well with the painting by numbers. Soon to report back with a little um, picture board story. Been out in the garden. I expect everybody's been out in the garden this weekend, haven't they? And uh, in the light of all Boris's news, business has been hitting, you know, hitting a high eights while we're planning and sorting and doing. So, oh, good, happy. Jack?
5: Yeah, I haven't done too much, apart from editing and watching TV. Uh, I've been watching uh, the... I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, Pleaky, Pleaky Blinders, or Piggy Blinders. It's a quite, quite a good show on Netflix. So, yeah.
3: What about you, Jenny? Hi. Um, yes, we've been educating our nine-year-old twin girls going back through some of the old 80s and 90s films. So, looking at films like Inner Space. and if you remember those. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, lots of those, which has been great trip down memory lane so yes lots of films lots of being out in the sunshine you
4: say educating them um <laughs> whose benefit was that for
3: oh i think it was probably more else yeah little little trip down memory lane like i say but yeah they thoroughly enjoyed it so no, it's been great goonies who doesn't love the goonies uh, that's a classic <laughs> yeah.
5: definitely a classic
3: classic
1: classic <laughs> anyone been out for any walks over
3: the last seven days yes lots of them yeah walking along um canals round lakes i'm actually due to do some stand-up paddleboarding. i know bev was interested in that as well um so yeah visiting lots of uh, lots of local places and enjoying the sunshine
1: i can't wait to see you Bev do. on a paddleboard
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different ball game i can't wait either
5: is that done on the canals
4: you can oh, do all
3: it. the lakes yeah all the lakes
4: yeah because yeah. they, they do it at the keys in uh, mitchett and they do it in yateley as well i don't know where else they do it but those two places i know about
5: is that where you stand on the so, board or sit on the sit on it
3: or
4: fall off of it
3: yeah i
5: think you start kneeling and then work your way up okay so i've seen a lady in guildford she goes across the canal standing and doing that bit yeah 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 exercise. and
4: some people do yoga on it and all sorts of things like that it's a long way between there and there i just want to know do you get padded knee pads because it'll be quite painful getting on it really i mean we're a long way from actually getting the lesson isn't even booked yet is it jenny but here we go is your lesson booked
3: not yet, no. I got vouchers for Christmas, so I um, can't wait to use those. So, uh, yes. But like you say, trying to get on the board. I think that's lesson number one.
1: <laughs> 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 what about you, Roger? What are you been up to? I was going to say to you two, I can't wait to see this video. Jack, is the video equipment ready and raring to go? Oh, yeah. the- Always charged up and ready to roll. Fantastic. <laughs> right. So we just got video evidence and Bev and Jenny are doing a little bit of paddleboarding mm, can't wait uh, what have i been up to well i've been doing a little bit of walking uh, as per usual been uh, concentrating on some podcasts and uh, doing various bits of editing um my car passed its mot in the last seven days as well which was good uh the man from the garage left a key in the car but then said to me have i seen a key and i said no i haven't seen the key that he possibly left from somebody else so somebody in and around my area here has a key lost It possibly could be in my car, but it's not.
5: (laughs) He's going to hold up in a minute and go, I've got it here.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't have that key. So if that person from the carriage is listening, I don't have the key. All right. So there you go. So that's what we've all been up to in the last seven days. Hopefully, fingers crossed, if you're listening to this podcast, that you've had a good seven days as well and made the most of it. And hopefully... Fingers crossed, uh, forward thinking for the rest of uh, the next couple of months or so when we can look forward to freedom. freedom. It's like we've come out of a prison, isn't it? When Boris announced the uh, kind of uh, 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 details of uh, lockdown, shutdown, or whatever they want to call it. What are they calling it? Anything?
3: Lock up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they're...
4: I don't think they're... It's just a a stage process, isn't it? I don't think they've called it a name. It's freedom. Eventual freedom in a new way. I can't wait. I cannot wait to get out there and hug people in June. Hopefully it's going to be the 21st of June, but that's not guaranteed, is it? I just want to hug people yeah you know, since i've known you guys for instance we know each other really well but we've never hugged have we or because i usually walk up to somebody and go hi kissy kissy love love hug and that's it Well, i don't actually say those words but you know i've had to <laughs> improvise yeah. but that's what i want to do, hug people that i
1: i and a hello It's time to unpack the fact. Unpack the fact. True, false, false, true, true, false, false, true. Mm. Now then, for Jenny's advantage today, this is a game of true or false, Jenny, uh, where we give a fact and you have to try and work out, and everyone else that's listening today To see if they're telling the truth or not. Okay. So I've done recently where I was arrested by the police uh, for my car, which was true because they thought I'd had a stolen car. Beverly has told us about her efforts of being something on ice. What was it again?
4: Yeah, I just I learned to ice skate and then got invited to appear in the local show at the Basingstoke Ice Rink, <laughs> and was invited to perform in the Christmas show at the Basingstoke Ice Rink. <laughs> Why are you laughing?
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I didn't believe it straight away. <laughs> you don't know, does it? Well, let's wait and see what happens.
1: Hey. <laughs> Stop it, rog. Now, do you reckon, Jenny, if that's true or false?
3: Oh, I think it could be true. Yeah, knowing Biff, yep, she tries a hand at most things. I think it could
1: be true. You don't know her that well, then, Jenny. It was false.
3: <laughs> oh no! And then
1: Jack last week decided to give us about seven lemon facts, where he was cheating oh. along the way. But there you go. Fun
5: facts.
4: Yeah, yeah, he, he he loosely interpreted the uh, rules in his own way, in typical Jack fashion. So we hu- humoured him, didn't we,
1: Rog? Yeah. So it's time for Beverly to unpack the fact once again this week. So, Beverly, tell us that statement.
4: My mum is just coming up for eighty-four, and has only just got married.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I like what you've done there, Bev. Today, uh, tying it in with Jenny being here from Night
3: Ceremonies. Yeah, it's very interesting. Can we allow more questions? To yes, yeah. okay.
4: You, you can ask anything you want to ask, and I can say anything I'd like to say, and then you have to make based on the towards into the program. Mm.
3: So, when when is she going to get married? Do we know Is that?
4: Um, no, she has only just got married, or she's, oh, she's only just, just recently got married. Got
3: married. And where did she get married? Can
4: I ask that now? Is that allowed? <laughs> yeah, uh, she got married in Aldershot.
3: Did you want some more time just to think about that, Bev? Did you? Do you need to. <laughs> no, I'm quite happy with my answer. Thank you, Jenny. Yeah, I'm answer. Okay. Lovely. Was your previous
4: career a policeman? Were <laughs> you in the police?
3: Hello, hello, hello.
4: <laughs> no, she she re-
5: we're just blaming um, the pausing on our internet bandwidth, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 I, I'm, I'm,
5: I'm, what was that, Jack? How old is she?
4: My mum. Oh, she's just coming up for 84. Just recently got married.
3: And what colour did she wear? What was her dress like?
4: Um, it was probably Creamy. With an overlong jacket of over a subtle darker shade.
5: Okay. I just get married. was you asleep? Was I asleep? No. no. You seem to be looking down a lot to write your notes. <laughs> <laughs> your mum? going to remember this. Should a happy time. I, sh- I should you. do.
4: I'm just. I'm just appreciating the moment and reliving the experience. Oh, how
3: lovely! Where did she have her reception? Did Was she allowed a reception?
4: She was allowed a reception at the time, for sure, and it was in um aviator. Oh
3: okay. I know it well. Whereabouts in the aviator?
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, you you go in through the you go in through the um, door, main reception door. door. The door. <laughs> you go in through the door by the reception, and then you go up in the lift, and it's one of the rooms that looks over the airfield at the back.
1: Okay. I'm intrigued why we haven't heard this story before. Don't you, Jack?
5: Yeah, there's nothing on our Facebook. No,
1: there's nothing. Uh... Are you looking on my Facebook, Jack?
5: No, no, no. I just know... Normally, when you post up, it comes up on Facebook, doesn't it? You know? And uh, I haven't said anything... You
1: know, well, I, her husband, what's her husband's uh, name? What's her husband's name? Rod.
4: Surname <laughs> Hull was it Hull? By <laughs> <child>? no. <laughs> no, his name's Rod, and her Rod. Yeah, and obviously she's my mum. That's my mum's yeah, name, Mum Iris.
3: No, Okay, lovely name, lovely name. I think I've I've come to my conclusion because I know the aviator fairly well. So, (laughs) lovely hotel, by
4: the way. It is a lovely hotel. Yeah, you're right. You have to keep it to yourself and ask more questions a little bit later, Jack. Jack Roger, is anything else you'd like to know before? No, I I
1: I, I'll I'll leave it there for now. Okay, so uh, yeah, we'll return to it a little bit later on in the podcast. Okay. Okay, fingers crossed. Right, so that's unpack the fact today. Beverly and the wedding of her mother, but there you go. Right, today, let's start with Ross Smith uh, for his second part about gardening. We've had some lovely weather recently on a few occasions. What's it like with Chelsea Gardens and Hampton Court Flower Show?
7: It's the sort of creme de la creme, isn't it, I think? Um, there's a certain stigma with shows like that, I think, from people that you watch it on TV and it's supposed to inspire you. You know, I've been there as well. It's supposed to inspire you and you get all, all, you go in your own back garden and then you think, oh, it doesn't look a bit like those gardens. Um, I mean, one thing I would say is the gardens at Chelsea and Hampton Court are designed to look specifically good on that one day. Um, So it's very rare that you will have your whole garden full bloom looking immaculate. Because that would also be boring, because then what do you do for the the other, you know, the other 10 months, the other 11 months of the year when those plants have gone over and they're not in flower? So it is about having interest throughout the whole year with evergreens, um, bulbs coming up in spring, um, late flowering um, perennials and the, you know, the, the, the back end of the summer or autumn color. At Chelsea, you never see the fall life of the garden you only see it as a snapshot so Mm -hmm. i think it's a great thing and and from you know from england's point of view we are sort of the benchmark for that i think which is what other people try and emulate but um in reality on a day-to-day basis in your own back garden you're never going to really create that display without then having a rest of the year of nothing (laughs) which Mm -hmm. nobody wants
4: Moving on to your own back garden, one thing yeah. that we're all uh, interested well, everybody who's interested in gardens and what to do, is where do we go moving from winter into spring? What's the first jobs and how do you, how do you prepare your garden for the year?
7: Well, it's a really good time to cut. If you haven't already done it, um, anything that is brown, Cut it down. So any of your any of your perennials that have died back and are looking a bit shabby, cut them down to the ground. Um, mulch the ground around them so you you know it's going to suppress the weeds. So you're not having to weed throughout the rest of the year. And it's it's a great time to plant new plants. If you've got a gap in your border, um, it's a great time now to go and buy something um, and fill that gap. It's also a great time to sow. Seeds for your vegetable garden. Um, as I said, if there's any clumps of plants that are, that are getting a bit too big for their boots in the border, dig them up, cut them in half, and plant them elsewhere. And you've got two for the price of one. Um, can you just also- can
4: you just dig them in? Cut them in half in yeah, the ground. The and, like, chop them in half.
7: Yeah, try and dig them out if you can, as much as you can around the plants, and then straight down the middle with a sharp spade into two, three, or four, um, and then stick them back in somewhere else. Um and then you've got free plants.
4: And what kind of plants can you do that with as examples?
7: Anything that is sort of clump forming really. So anything that dies back fully in the winter, um so hostas or geraniums, anything really in the daisy family, so the um the asteraceae family. So anything that looks like a da- you know, a typical child drawing a flower, round circle in the middle with petals on the outside, anything like that, you can dig up and divide and replant. As long as you keep it well watered, if we get a you know a hot spell, keep it watered because it won't have its feet in the ground enough to survive a drought, for example. Um, or put them in pots. Put them in pots for a bit and keep them until you know where you want to put them.
4: Okay. Well, that sounds that sounds really interesting. And then, very briefly, seeds. If you haven't got a greenhouse, how would you suggest uh, starting seeds off at the moment?
7: Uh, or on any windowsill at the moment, because it's a bit cold. Uh, just put them on your, your kitchen windowsill or any sort of bright room that's going to be relatively warm. Or if you're in doubt, just leave it a few more weeks and plant them directly where you want them to grow outside and they'll, they'll romp away for the rest of the year.
1: That was uh, Ross Smith talking to us today about gardening. Uh, Ross will be joining us for a live Q&A on Facebook on Thursday, the 18th of March. So put this in your diaries and uh, make sure you keep an eye on our Facebook pages uh, to find out more details. And if you've got any questions relating to gardening, uh, then do drop me a line. It's roger at smjmediagroup.uk. We'd love to hear from you. I've got to ask Jenny, first of all, as she's one of our special guests today on the show. Are you keen
3: gardener? Um, I do like a bit of gardening. I find it quite therapeutic. Um, My garden's mainly green, though, not so many plants, lots of bushes, trees, shrubs, things like that. So it's just a case of keeping it tidy, not so much knowing too much about plants, really. What about you, Bev? I bet you
4: do, don't you? Yeah, I like a bit of gardening as well. But I think as you get a bit older, you get a bit achy and you can't dig stuff up so easily. So um, it's quite a lot to manage sometimes, I find. I do like a bit of container gardening. And last year I got into um, veg- growing vegetables. Uh, it's, I just like, it's nice. You kind of while away quite a few hours very easily in the garden, I feel. Mm, I love
3: that idea, growing
1: veg. Love it. How's your window box, Jack? I've got a window box. <laughs> No. I knew he'd say that. I knew he'd say that. Too. <laughs> that's why I asked you the question. You know, you could put, you could you could grow some herbs in this window box, and then that could be added to your curry to make your curry a little bit
5: interesting. Yeah, could do. Well, a bit of mint and stuff like that. You know?
1: No, not oh
5: dear. Uh, mint. You know that mint stuff you can put in your yeah. Yeah, that's beans, you know?
1: yeah, mint sauce. Mint sauce goes with lamb, Jack.
4: It does go with curry as well, though. You can have the, uh, mint and yogurt yeah. dressing.
1: It's lovely. Yeah. I love that.
4: And back onto food again. Move on. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> well, that was an interesting chat. So don't forget the uh, Facebook live chat with Ross is happening on Thursday, eighteenth of March at seven thirty in the evening. Put it in your diaries. Right, time for some music on the podcast today. It's Brian from Coyote Band. This is I Got You.
8: You need me to hear your alarms I've got you back now, babe I've got you I see you trying your strong Every day you're getting along Doing your best out there I've got you It when you're not next to me, it makes my heart ache To find a life worth living for that makes me feel safe It hurts when you're not next to me, it makes my heart ache. Story of you singing along with a smile on your face, how you light up the place of where you belong. I love our home when it's us alone, where we fight, where we laugh, cook our food, take a bath. I say, get off your phone. It hurts when you're not next to me. It makes my heart ache. To find a life worth living for that makes me feel safe. It hurts when you're not next to me. It makes my heart ache. To find a life Got your back now, babe I've got you It hurts when you're not next to me Makes my heart ache To find
1: That's Brian from the Coyote Band, Party Band, I should say. And uh, that's called I've Got You, which is uh, what he recorded in lockdown, which is really good. There's a great video to accompany that, that particular song. Uh, uh, now, uh, if you head to Facebook and if you head to Buzz Talk uh, Entertainment, you'll see an interview with the Coyote Party Band and you'll see the video to that as well. Uh, plus, also. A friend of brian is later on in the podcast which is rosie turner and you'll hear brian's name being mentioned a few times there uh, where they did some collaborations as well and still do some collaborations to this day as well but that's the great song for brian uh, from coyote party band called i've got you on the podcast today we really like that right time for some of your mother's day mentions let's go to the telephone here
9: My name is Rosie Turner, and I just take this opportunity to say a massive thank you to my wonderful mum, Janet. Um, she hasn't been very well over the last 12 months, um, but she has been my beacon of strength through the duration of lockdown. She's a phenomenal woman. You'd never miss her in a crowd, and I absolutely love her dearly. So, mum, thank you very much. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Um,
3: I'm Jenny from A big thank you to my mum for Mother's Day. She's a fab mum and she's a wonderful grandma to my beautiful twin daughters. So thank you for everything you do for us. Lovely lot.
9: Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system.
10: Hi, this is Debs. I'm wishing my mum, Audrey Barnes, or Jo as she likes to be called, an absolutely fantastic Mother's Day. Lockdown wouldn't have been the same without you, mum. I've had a great time. I'm really proud of you learning how to use a tablet and get on Zoom,
3: and you're just the most wonderful mum. I'm very, very lucky. <laughs>
1: So more of your messages coming up later on the weekly experience answer phone there uh, for Mother's Day and our little Jenny
3: was on there as well on the phone lovely I know it was so sweet to hear my lovely dulcet tones but I'm sure she'll appreciate it thank you <laughs> uh,
1: Beth could do one for her mum who's just got married yay yes.
4: yay I remember so- when I was listening to that I suddenly thought I'd like to do a little shout out to my mum at some point so maybe at the onion. Un- at the at the end of Unpack facts, that would be a good time to do
1: it. Perhaps you could wish the uh, the the new husband. What was his name again? Rod. Uh, anyway, let's move on then. So more of your Mother's Day calls coming up a little bit later on. Let's have Joe Farone on the podcast uh, from How Does She Do It Life? Uh, how she's getting on supporting ladies in business and what you actually do.
10: Goodness me! It very much depends. It's a very bespoke service, um, so it very very much depends on where that person is in their business. So they might be a brand new business owner, or they might have been running their business for twenty five years. Um, so it's very hard to put my finger on one thing that I do for all of them. But I would certainly say that it's a very holistic look at businesses, and I believe it's not just about how the business is running and functioning and growing. I think it's actually about the person as well. So it's all very well having the best business plan in place and all these goals in place. Um, That's great. But if you've got things going on in your home life that actually are going to... I don't know muddy the muddy the waters or or just hold you back emotionally. Um, then that's not going to work. So it's very much about confidence building, um, about dealing with things in, in personal life as well before moving on to growing the business. And back to your other bit of the question, um, how how has that been um, working with people? I'm doing a little bit less at the moment because I'm a a mum as well who has had um, her working day changed massively by having two children at home doing home learning. So I have still been working with clients, but obviously we've been doing it online. And yeah, I've been seeing um, seeing less clients during during the pandemic just because. How does she do it all? She doesn't. We can't do everything. And that became, you know, that's been apparent to me for years. But I think that the pandemic has really highlighted that I was feeling very, very um, conflicted in a way. Or I had clients that I wanted to look after. I had my children I wanted to look after. And I didn't feel I could do them all justice, actually, when I was at my full capacity with clients. So I have definitely quietened down the business during this time. I
4: think, yeah, I think that's, and that is a um, a reflection for you. And you're being very real with that, aren't you? How does she do it? I don't. I do what I can. And that is how you do it. So that is a learning for yourself, your family, and the businesses that you support as well, isn't it? I'm, I'm interested in, what did you do before this and how long have you been doing it?
10: So How Does She Do it? it has been running about, gosh, about three or four years now. Before that, I was a virtual assistant. Um, so that was that was my first venture into working for myself. Um, and before that, I, like so many people, was working up in London. I was working for a, a brilliant marketing agency up there. Um, but that that was before I became a mum and I made the decision that, I didn't really want to be, (laughs) I didn't want to be on a packed commuter train with loads of people I didn't know, and um, far too close to loads of people I didn't know, whilst my my little one was at home being looked after by someone else. So I took the decision to step away from the corporate world at that point. But actually, I feel that by making that choice, new doors began to open up for me um, later on down the line by working for myself, which I love.
1: Fantastic. That was Joe Ferrone joining us on the podcast today, and there's more uh, buzz talk uh, business there with uh, Joe Ferrone as well, where you'll be able to hear the full interview. Were you inspired by her, Bev?
4: Yeah, I, I like Joe a lot. She's got very sensible things to say. Um, how does she do it? I was come. Kind of, I think it's a perfect name for her business. And sometimes she says she doesn't, and she struggles, and she encourages people just to be real.
3: Yeah, I found it quite interesting listening to how I followed Jo for a little while now. And um, as a fellow mum with twin girls who are nine, uh, my working day has also changed beyond recognition. And I think it's um, for a long time people were hiding that sort of persona. You know, the work was the face and what you did behind that was was not probably of interest many to many people. But now, especially with the pandemic, Um, I think it's good to show that other side people buy from people don't they and um, your personal situation does have that it's a a bearing on on what you're doing with your work so um yeah I can't do it all my (laughs) my day is turned on its head but yeah lovely to to hear from someone like Jo as well yeah I think that's
1: important what you said there Mm. Jenny what do you actually struggle with then tell us
3: Well, I think it's the mum guilt, isn't it? I think that's the big thing. For me, appreciating that at nine, my twins can't really sit on their own and homeschool themselves. They do need that interaction. Um, And when I'm with them, my rule has always been when I'm with the girls, I'm mum 100%. When I'm at work, I'm doing my job 100%. And I have that separation. And of course, now it's all blurred into one. My day is dipping in and out of things. And it's that juggling act. It's really, really difficult. I'm sure lots of people out there will agree. Mums, dads, you know, grandparents that are helping um, will all feel the same way.
1: Yeah, there's some interesting uh, conversation with Jo. And as I said, you can hear the further bits of conversation with her on uh, Buzz Talk Business, uh, which is at buzzpodcast.co.uk, where you're listening to the weekly experience. Right, time for this. <laughs>
11: Mr. and Mrs., you gotta love one another. Think of the future.
1: So, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Mr and Mrs quiz this week uh, because I thought, you know, Jenny's here today. Now, Jenny, uh, I'm going to read the three questions out, but please do not answer them. Keep the answers safe in your mind until the end of the podcast, like these two as well, uh, because it's going to be out of Beverly and Jack on the series because Beverly has four and a half points and Jack has two and a half points. So Beverly is clearly smug as a mug at the moment, basically. (laughs) So your quiz questions are relating to Mr. and Mrs. This Week go a little bit like this. Number one, what percentage of wedding guests actually attend? Is it A, 50 to 60 percent? Is it B, 75 to 85 percent? Or is it C, 40 to 50 percent? Any thoughts on those two, you two and Jenny?
4: Well, if I got a wedding invitation, I'd go. So, as far as I'm concerned, I, I'm surprised 100% wasn't in there.
3: Yeah, to be honest, I'd go to the opening of an envelope at the moment. So, yeah, I think
5: I agree with this. Jack? It's quite interesting figures, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. one,
1: one of those is right, but I'm not going to say which one. That's for you two to decide and Jenny to have a go as well. By the way, Jenny, please do not give any of them the answers. <laughs> Right. Question number two today: An old Scottish tradition is to do with what to a bride on the eve of a wedding? Is it a wash her feet, uh, b wash her hair, or c wash her hands? An old you- Scottish tradition. Old Scottish tradition. An old Scottish
4: tradition. <laughs>
1: No, it's time we we'll give up on the Scottish accent because we're not very well on that. But, yeah. So, an old Scottish tradition is to do what to a bride on the evening of her wedding? Is it a wash your feet, b wash your hair, or c wash her hands?
3: Jenny, do you know this? I think I do. Something came to mind, and then when you read the answers out, yeah, it was there. So, I think okay, my...
4: girl power, girl power, yes. just mime it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> no,
3: okay.
1: Jack? Number
5: three. T- yeah. What do you reckon to that one, Jack? Yeah, it's, it's either one or two I've got a mind off, you know.
1: OK. Number three today. According to Hitch.com, what is the most popular place to go on a honeymoon? Is it A, the Maldives? Is it B, Dubai or C, St. Lucia? OK. Oh. Interesting. For my according next to- marriage, I'll find out. Okay, according to Hitch.com, what is the most popular place to go on a honeymoon? Is it A, the Maldives, B, Dubai, or C, St. Lucia? Jack, what do you reckon to that one then?
5: Hmm? Yeah, I, I'm kind of thinking, the, yeah, I know what I'm going to choose. <laughs> <laughs> Can't give it away, can I, you know? <laughs> I love how Jack
1: is so optimistic on his answers, don't you, Matt?
4: Yeah, I do. Every week we get that. Yeah, I think I know where I'm going with that one. Yeah, I think I know.
1: I I always think I'm going the right direction and go the opposite. (laughs) Jenny, what do you reckon to that last one then?
3: Um, I think I know that one as well. But yeah, maybe we should ask Iris and Rod, where are they going? Yeah.
5: everything goes buy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right those are your three quiz questions we'll give you a little recap a little bit later on today on this podcast so uh this has been going on for five weeks now jenny this particular uh quiz uh of mystery voices how are you on mystery voices sussing out pretty, mystery voices
3: pretty good pretty good yeah I'll see how i get on
1: now, if you think you know what three out of three is, you just have to mail me because these two haven't got a foggiest what it is.
4: We yeah. have, no, we you know what, we reckon we know what one is, and I'm mm. kind of more or less certain what the other one is.
1: Right. Although if you do you know, haven't go on, you haven't said that's right. If you do know what the three is, uh, get your answers to us, Roger at SMJ Media Group dot dot uh, uk and your chance to win the 30 pound amazon voucher if you can spot these three voices very proud of this one yeah definitely yes it's uh i guess it brings a couple of my passions together one of which is the 3d thing itself
2: ed is on this um next cut i haven't got a sound effect for him but i have heard impressions of him which goes something like this <laughs> so there you are
9: you know from the time i was a kid so whenever it was we worked on it you know if it was saint patrick's day i had a leprechaun outfit at like nine years old and my dad had interviewed me And <laughs>
1: because being... we're so nice to you with the weekly experience by the way we have created a 40 second little montage of that that you can get on one of our facebook pages or on our town portal sites and you can listen to those voices as many times as you want to basically and try and guess who the three vouchers uh three voices are to win the amazon voucher get your answers into us before the 31st
3: march any inkling now you three uh jenny i think i've got number three definitely yeah number little... one, number two <sighs> I probably need to listen to them about 10 times or something and then it might sink
1: in a bit. But, yeah, no, nothing instantly for those first two. OK, <laughs> fair enough. Right. We'll save you your answers up until a little later on. I'll give you another recap, Jenny and everyone else that's listening uh, shortly on the show. Right. Still to come, we recap Unpack the Facts with Bev. <laughs> 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 Uh, plus, also the top 20 Mother's Day facts as well. Plus, Rosie Turner joins us and plays for us too on the podcast. Funny Bones
5: Comedy Club. All wow. over the shop in Farnham, different parts of Guildford,
12: Camberley, all over the place. Check out the website. Oh, what's the website called? FunnyBonesComedy.com. Check out FunnyBonesComedy.com. There's a right laugh in it.
6: Wow.
12: <laughs>
7: Here at SMJ Media, we're expanding and getting bigger and better by the day. Don't just take our word for it.
1: Okay, darling. Uh, if you can do the do the Bob Gale love, but just throw in a little little lovely little touch of Kermit as well, that'd be lovely. Okay, and go great.
7: Here's what you had to say, Roy. Right. If you want to
8: reach a seriously big audience by podcast or by video, you know what you have to do. Talk to the guys at SMJ Media Group. Go on, do it. If you want to reach a seriously big audience by podcast or by video you know what you have to do you have to get in touch with the guys at smj media
7: group so if you're interested in seeing and hearing how we can help your business marketing succeed get in touch today with smj media
0: across Berkshire, hampshire Surrey.
1: it's the best it's brilliant it's the weekly experience So welcome back, everyone. Today on the podcast, we have Beverly. We have Jenny from Night Ceremonies and Jack is here as well today. It's time to unpack the fact once again, Beverly, run through your question, please, again.
4: My mum is nearly 84 and has only just got married. Any
5: questions, Jack, first of all? When did she actually get married? Was it this year?
4: No, no, it wasn't this year. It was um, a little while ago, but quite recently.
5: Quite if, you well want ago, to, <laughs>
4: if you want me to be more specific, let me just kind of think for a minute. And she looks at the I comment. would say it was, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, two years, just over
1: two I, years ago. i seen that glint in the eye there. I yeah, saw I, it.
5: I think she's not telling the truth because women are really good with their dates. You would say something and it sprang out, you know, there she's thinking... Or she's pretending to think, but she knows exactly what they, you know.
3: Craft.
5: Jenny, your thoughts?
3: Um, I still think I I know what whether it's true or false. But I'm going to ask another question. So we know she got married locally. Did you say you said it was order shot, didn't you? And she I had her say. reception at the Aviator, and she wore cream and an overcoat type long line jacket. Um, how does she have her hair? Gosh,
4: that's an interesting question. Let me... Um, let me refer to my notes, Jenny.
3: Yes, you feel free to... Let fruity. me
4: just refer to my notes. I'll just to make a quick thing. Um, a, a wedding version of a normal style. Okay, lovely. Okay, wonderful.
1: Yeah. But Jenny, uh, the, the, the one thing that you should be saying is, why didn't you use my services?
3: <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, You've I,
1: got I, a good point.
3: Yeah, I was late to the passing that one, wasn't I? Yeah. You were. There we so
1: go. I'll put that question then for Jenny. Why yes. didn't you use Jenny's services? <laughs>
4: well, obviously, it wasn't it wasn't mm.
1: my wedding.
4: If when when I get married again, any but any people wanting to offer their services in that direction, I'll uh, happily accept, and then I'll <laughs> use Jenny. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <That's> Nicely <not> recovered. <good. laughs>
4: yeah, thank you. <laughs> Definitely, but it wasn't my choice at the time. They um, they just wanted to do it their way.
1: Can you remember this is school? I'm doing this for... I, do, I know this is not going to work on a podcast, but remember that is school when people used to go, oh, gosh, I've got an itchy yeah. chin. Yeah, what, I'm,
5: does
1: I'm, that mean you're lying? That, I don't know that one. Oh, itchy chin,
4: that
5: means you, you're telling a lie,
1: yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So, remind us of that question again, Bev. The, the statement, my mum is nearly
4: 84 and has only just got married.
1: There you go. Anyway, so that's the unpack the fact for today. Try and work it out We'll can you the answer at the end of the podcast. Right. I'm going to talk about something that's going on in Basingstoke. So you guys think of something that's going on in your neck of the woods. OK, so B-Love is Basingstoke's biggest weekend of live music packed with a variety of performance, arts and family fun taking place. It's going to be taking place at the War Memorial Park. Now, we're saying this because hopefully, fingers crossed, June the 21st, isn't it, when lockdown is all sorted, done and dusted? fingers crossed anyway, uh, that we can all get back to some live events and seeing some great bits of comedy with Bev and uh, Funny Bones, for instance. And uh, Jenny gets gets more ceremonies that she has to perform at. Jack does his strip tease in the middle of Camberley. I do something strip teasing in the middle of Basingstoke or whatever. But uh, Be love is happening at Basingstoke's War Memorial on the 10th and the 11th of July okay and uh, all the details can be found at our Facebook page basingstoke life team should we start with um Jack today what have you got going
5: on yeah we've got the Camberley car show back on in Camberley uh, it's been off for a while and now it's back uh, bigger and better we've got a brand new high street being actually installed so that's gonna be interesting when they're gonna put all the cars down there as well because it's more designed for it's 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 not Normally, you can park along there, and they normally have a whole row of cars. But they, take, they have made the path wider, so it's going to be interesting to see how many cars get down there. But normally, it's really, really good. Uh, uh big turnout. So that's Collective Canberley Car Show, and that's on the Saturday, the 14th of August. So it's going to be quite interesting. I've actually, actually missed the show. It's, it's a really good show. We normally do a big splash on it anyway.
1: Excellent. Bev, what have you got for us?
4: I've got gig on the green in Yateley that is always a two-day festival full of fantastic tribute acts and it grows bigger by the year and obviously it wasn't on last year but it's such a great vibe down there rain or shine they have a whole load of food cellars and uh, uh, beer and wine and bars and things like that and they also you can bring your own Food and make a picnic of it, and it's just such a great thing. They're doing early bird tickets just at the moment, Um, and the weekend pass. the moment is 31 pound if you want to book for saturday and sunday and i I checked earlier on today because i know everything's getting booked up really really quickly and there are actually tickets available still so i'd thoroughly recommend that that's on uh saturday the 26th and sunday the 27th of june so look at us we've all picked different events over different weekends which all sound fantastic and i'll see you at all of them
1: don't forget as well I'll come to Jenny in just a sec uh, don't forget the Elverton Heath Market where me and Bev have been to uh, just before Christmas because we didn't do there wasn't one in January we couldn't go to the one in February uh, but hopefully fingers crossed we'll be able to go to the ones in well I'm going to say May or time onwards that I'll be able to go along again and uh, support some of these events as well but that's the second Saturday at, at the Keys at Elverton Heath isn't it
4: It is, and that's always a good one, full of interesting foodie bits and uh, fab people. Yeah, second Saturday of the month, every month, apart from January.
1: Indeed. Jenny, have you got something for us?
3: Um, well, I was just down to second, actually, the events that Jack and Bev have shared. I love as a family. We love all the big community events, so we try and get to as many of them as possible. Um, I was going to plug Bev's comedy nights as well because we are missing those. So, um, yeah, we'll be checking out the website there. But one of the ones that we hope to be involved with this year is... Um, as wedding celebrants we support the lgbtq community quite heavily and we're involved in pride in surrey's um, event in august and that's in woking so details on that will be launched soon so Uh, hop over and check their website but uh, as a business I'm running some workshops at the end of this month Uh, we're getting lots of weddings at home inquiries so people looking to do something a bit more personal a bit more intimate hopefully no cows gate crashing uh, the wedding ceremonies we talked about that before (laughs) Um, but yes so we're doing some workshops to help people sort of unpack that whole process and, and make sure they do it well Don't forget,
1: if you do have something, thank you, Jenny, for that. If you do have something, uh, do get in touch with us on the podcast. Uh, You can either send the details to me, Jack, or Beverly, and uh, we will give you a mention on the weekly experience. Don't forget, we have a Facebook page. Click and like that page as well. We really appreciate that. Facebook.com forward slash the weekly experience. This here then from Jenny Knight. Oh, it's you uh, from Knight Ceremonies. So what do you do?
3: So I am an independent celebrant, Um, not many people will have heard of celebrants, they will have heard of registrars perhaps, Um, but we are the second option if you're looking for a civil wedding ceremony. Um, We are not government employed, we're self-employed and we write and conduct bespoke wedding ceremonies. So that's kind of it in a nutshell, but I'll elaborate more in a moment. (laughs)
4: Well, you say independent, because that was one thing that is quite interesting, isn't it? So explain the difference between independent and a a humanist or or the different types.
3: So we speak to a lot of people who will um, perhaps opt for a celebrant option, but just assume that we are all uh, humanists. Now, the humanist movement has been going for a very long time, so it's natural that people might make that assumption. Um, But as independents, we are completely free of all restrictions. So whereas a registrar obviously has restrictions in terms of religious content, any connotations even, um, independent celebrants can include elements of culture, uh, religion heritage um whereas humanists also have a very specific belief system so like a registrar they do have a few restrictions there must be no religious content where as an independent i tend to embrace all couples so no matter what their yeah their backgrounds religion uh culture so yeah so Quite can a- you still have can you um
4: have hymns
3: uh, I can, I have done, yes. So I've, um, a same sex couple had their vicar actually come along. He was a friend, family friend. So he came along to bless their wedding rings before they um, exchanged their rings. We had, I think it's about three or four hymns as well. Uh, because there are no restrictions and I'm not there in the guise of a religious leader, I am very much a celebrant. Um, but because we don't have the restrictions, we were allowed to include it. So that just goes to show the extent to which you can personalise your day with a celebrant. It's re- That was really a huge piece
4: of learning that I took yes. that when we spoke, was because you just think a celebrant, I don't mean just a celebrant, but you, know, you think a celebrant <laughs> is just a celebrant yeah. and everybody follows the same rules. And obviously you can't have hymns and things, but an yeah. independent like you, you're just completely free, aren't you, to... To build something together with the couple?
3: I mean, I get, um, I say regular couples, couples like you and I, perhaps, you know, that might just be looking to get married, you know, and tie the knot with, with their partner. But also, we get a lot of destination couples, so couples coming from abroad. To the uk wanting that quintessential english wedding and perhaps they have got some sort of religious background or their families have and as a nod to that sort of um yeah heritage they might want something included so we tend to get a really um well we've got a really good reputation we get a lot of bookings that way as well
1: there you are that's uh jenny talking from uh night ceremonies who's joining us on the whole podcast for today you're honored my love
3: I am. It's great. I have a great time. Thank you for inviting me. No
1: worries. Um, So, obviously, night ceremony. So, we need to have some uh, top tips from you. Here we go, then, on a countdown, starting at number five.
3: So, in a five, I think probably... A key consideration, maybe more than a tip, is uh, for couples to think about the type of ceremony they want. Do they want something unique and personal or do they want something that's formal and standard? The former being one that would be conducted by myself as a celebrant. Number four, then, please. Number four, be prepared to be um, creative together. With a celebrant, it's very much a collaborative process. You have the option to have some input into your day and how nice that is.
1: So we're getting into the top three. At number three, it's...
3: It's involving people. As a celebrant, we love for your guests to feel a part of your day, not just a spectator to it. So making sure that your nearest and dearest are actually key parts of that, that first part of your celebration. Number two. Consider having a moment before you enter your ceremony. Don't just arrive if you're not getting ready on site and enter the room with a celebrant, we have that option to come and chat to you, soothe a few nerves, um, yeah, and get you ready for that big
1: entrance. Right, number one then, Jenny, what is it? We'll pick the right
3: person to be your celebrant. Ta-da! <laughs> and that's what we're here for. We actually have a team of four of us, so if you're not liking my energy, there's a team of four that you can pick from, but making sure you have the right team with you on your day. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> no problems.
1: Anything that you want to put on the outside of the top five there,
3: Jenny? Add to it? Oh, that's tricky. I think I covered most things. I would like to say that I love my Sid James laugh in that. <laughs> 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 Terrible.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. Uh, anyone that wants to get hold of you, by the way, how do they do so? Give us a little.
3: Yeah, um, they can do so by the website, which is the usual www. and it's night with a K, nightceremonies.co.uk or email jenny at nightceremonies.co.uk.
1: And you can hear the full interview with Jenny herself and Beverly and me at buzzpodcast.co.uk forward slash business, uh, uh, buzz talks, ent- no, buzz talk, buzz talks buzz business. Talks. business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of buzz talks there, but there you go. Anyway, <laughs> team, it's time to update people On our Patreon site um, I always throw to Jack first Which I'm going to throw to first of all again this time So Patreon, how's it going?
5: Yeah, you can you can help support what we do by being, becoming one of our patrons. Uh, we have three packages on there you can choose from. Um, we've got the basic package, which is uh, pr- price for coffee really, um, and that helps uh, keep us doing what we do. It allows us to go out, interview people, keeping it local, creating it, f- creating fun and things like that. You know, so it's definitely worth su- um, supporting us um, through the Patreon page. And um, we've also got benefits within the packages because we then do sort of a bit behind the scenes stuff that's just for you guys only. You know, uh, not for general public uh we'll do giveaways and things like that adding adding to the packages as well so depends what sea level you come on you you get different goodies
4: yeah and then when we get out and about we are going to put on events and do all sorts of other things. And if you're part of the Patreon page, then you'll get first opportunity to get the tickets and also discount on them as well. So there are bonuses as well as having to look at our ugly mugs and listen to us. (laughs) It's all about community, though, seriously. It is all about community. And we're we're not doing this to um, earn money particularly. We're doing this for raising awareness in the community and spreading the word because it's been quite a tough year a bit and this is a platform where people can get out and about and um, instead of getting out and about i mean you can have singers heard and businesses heard and just the community's voice generally and that is what we will continue
1: to take forward with us when we can get out and about jenny i was going to ask you where do you actually get your local media fix from
3: a local media fix well what do you mean as in how i might promote my business is that what no, not
1: necessarily if you are to you know listen to anything oh, or I... read anything etc etc because yeah, i'm just I... just trying to get to the point across what we're actually trying to create here at yeah. uh, one the weekly experience and one as an organization what we do as um, you know a way of throwing forward and because obviously podcast is the new medium of radio for instance because that's where my background is uh, because local radio isn't there anymore so i just wondered where you kind of get all your information or as you said where do you promote your stuff to
3: yeah i think um mostly facebook if i'm honest um there's obviously a demographic that's attached to different platforms but yeah um facebook instagram i quite like um, yeah, obviously online news channels, things like that. I try not to look at the news <laughs> no, too much. Its can be quite depressing, um but yeah, I do generally look at what's going on locally, and that tends to be on facebook and and local groups and things like that, so yeah,
1: because we are the new form of kind of medium uh which is out there, and uh hopefully fingers crossed people are more and more coming to us because Jack announced us. Uh, to me and Beverly uh, the other evening that we have reached the Apple charts with this show, The Weekly Experience. Yes, we're in at 170. Uh, but we are going up the charts, aren't we, Jack?
5: i was a drop down from 193.
1: Yeah, we're yeah. going up the charts. We're going up the charts. That's up, yeah. Yeah, Jack.
5: I think everyone's up got to think about chart. this. There's so many podcasts out there. For us to achieve that is pretty good. That's
1: Amazing. Amazing. So if you want to be a Patreon, Jack, the details are please.
5: Yeah, it's, you go to um, oh, I, I it www.patreon.com forward slash SNJ Media Group and uh, all the details are there.
1: Yeah, and all the details are at the bottom of this page as well. Right. So thank you, team, for that. We really appreciate that. Uh, so more of your Mother's Day phone calls.
2: Hi, I'm Anna Trevelyan, I work at the COVID-19 vaccination centre.
10: I would like to say hello and send lots of love to my Mum Marion. She's in the new forest. I haven't seen her for months and months and oh sorry, <laughs> <I can't remember. laughs> really silly, isn't it? Um, she's wonderful, I miss her so much and I can't wait till we can hug again as soon as we're allowed.
9: Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system.
12: Hi mum. it's Taylor. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for putting up with me all over the years. You deserve a medal and a cheque for a lot of money. Your
9: call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. I
1: love the message there from Taylor saying (laughs) about the money, but there you go. So uh, thank you (laughs) for all those messages. Uh, And if you've got any messages uh, for future weeks, because what we've been doing alongside the podcast is uh, thanking the NHS. And don't forget to share our video that we've done recently as well at uh, buzzpodcast.co.uk as well. So uh, thanking all the lovely people in and around the NHS, and also the key workers as well, that have kept us going over the last twelve months or so. Right, time to press on, uh, and we speak to Taylor here from Taylor Made Weddings. He's chatting to Bev. So, how are you, sir?
12: Hi, yeah, it's good to be here. Thank you for having me.
4: We've got you here along today to talk about all things weddings, Taylor Made Weddings. What a fantastic name for a business.
12: <laughs> Thank you. I needed something catchy, so I uh, thought, what, what, what other than putting my name into it? <laughs>
4: yeah, that's a good idea. Good having that kind of name to start with, isn't it? What about, um, how how did you get come to this point where you do wedding planning?
12: Um, so I used to work for a country house called Warbrook House Hotel, which is in Eversley in Hampshire. Um, so I was a wedding planner for them for about two years. Um, And prior to that, I'd worked in the events industry, kind of managing events and and putting on big events um, for hospitality and and pubs. Um, But wanted to get in kind of the wedding side of things. So moved over to the hotel industry. Um, Obviously, coronavirus then hit, which ruined the whole whole shebang. Um, And we were on furlough for a long time. And obviously, with the wedding industry and events on its knees, there was a lot of redundancies and... People didn't really know what the future would hold for that industry, so I ended up moving back into hospitality and, and pubs. Um, but I've always wanted to run my own wedding company and, and set it up, so that was my motivation. I thought, now is the time, in the middle of a pandemic, what better time to launch your own company than now? Um, so I just thought, why not? You know, you've got to have something positive to put your time into, and, and that was the idea. So, is this something that you wanted to do at school? Um, not necessarily when I was at school. I always wanted to be in events and, and event management, but I didn't think I really kind of transferred into weddings until I started working in the industry and had a little bit of experience with it. Um, seeing some weddings firsthand just kind of gave me more of the passion um, and kind of seeing how the day came together and all the elements and how that worked. That's kind of where my interest came from. So probably when I was about 18, 19.
4: So what kind of specific things drew you to it? I mean, what what difference can you make to it?
12: seeing seeing someone's wedding day come to life is is totally different to any other event. The amount of planning and and thought that goes into it is is just incredible and the there's several moments along the wedding day where you just see it all come together and it makes it all worth it. Um, you know most weddings are kind of a year or two years in the making. Um, so it's a lot of time and, and you become very attached to the people you work with and you build a really strong bond and relationship with them. So it's almost like watching one of your friends get married on their wedding day. Um, and it's always quite emotional. And that moment when they walk down the aisle or when they walk in for the wedding breakfast, um, you know, the photos of family and friends, um, it's always those moments that you really kind of see it all patched together, um, and come to fruition, which is, is a really lovely moment.
4: Have you got any stories about Planning weddings, sorting it all out, and then the couple splitting up.
12: I do have one story. Yeah, it was, it was, um, I felt very bad for her, obviously, but she, um, planned everything and it was a Disney themed wedding that she'd always wanted as from a little girl and, um, he just disappeared. (laughs) She, (laughs) he had just disappeared and she, um, she emailed in and just said, "I don't know where he is, <laughs> and it was just a few months, and then that was it.
4: <laughs> oh my so, goodness that is that is well, I don't think any of us quite know what to say there, and you've leave you live for it. so you were planning all this thing with both of them, and he just dropped off the face of the earth, and she's never seen him again. You're all left with these thoughts, you know did he ever turn up again? Did he ever explain himself? Perhaps it is it wasn't Prince Charming,
12: Hmm. Yeah, it was um, was a very odd one. I mean, I've heard of people getting cold feet at the altar or (laughs) just before the wedding, but disappearing completely was a new one.
1: There you are. (laughs) He had some great stories to tell, plus also some great musical choices as well. Uh, I really enjoyed his conversation. Bev, well, don't forget him.
4: Yeah, he was a nice guy. I work with him in other areas as well. He's a great guy, very professional. I would recommend him for wedding planning, (laughs) even though I haven't had him plan my wedding, but... Good guy.
1: Not even your mum's?
4: My mum's wedding. No, she did it all herself. That's
1: same um, well. question. <laughs> 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 I'm subtle with my questions, but there you go. Uh, there's a full interview with Taylor, by the way, at uh, buzzpodcast.co.uk forward slash um, <laughs> buzz talk <laughs> business. Yay, got it right this time. Thank you. Uh, so uh, we had a chat with Taylor, but... He's got some top tips for us if you're planning your wedding. Top five with Taylor. Here we go. And number five,
12: please. Okay, so number five is focus on the client. Number four. Number four is empathy. Understand the journey they're going through and work with them so that they can get the best result for their wedding. And at number three. Um, Is building relationships and working with local suppliers and small businesses.
1: So we are doing the top five tips on planning that wedding. At number two.
12: Is realise your USP and make sure that you make that work for your company and for your business.
1: And the number one that you can recommend?
12: Um, The power of social media and engaging with your target audience. Fantastic. We like those tips. Thank you, Taylor. Thanks for
1: having me. Jenny, have you got anything to add to those, by the way?
3: Well, oh, I think, um, well, when you're talking about planning a wedding, I think probably the most important thing is decide what type of wedding you want, when, which season, whether it's indoors, outdoors, you know, what your budget is, things like that. So there's lots to consider, really. I think that's why a lot of people are hesitant about uh, doing it themselves and do opt for a planner like Taylor. So, um, yeah.
4: Can I, just ask, can I ask, just ask something? Um, have you ever watched um, – don't tell the bride is that what it's called when yes. the husband or the potent you know the husband's to be plan it yes. all do you do you hold your head in your hands and go oh my god
3: yes because they often place emphasis on things that perhaps the bride or the groom their partner just wouldn't <laughs> and it begs the question how well do they know their partner you know i think that's where i put my head in my hands cuz yeah I mean just given carte blanche they often just go off and do what they want without any consideration so uh, yeah but it makes for good entertainment that's why they do it are you a fan of those shows I I would say a fan I just I do find them fascinating I think um, like a lot of these things like Beth sort of commented before on social experiments and lots of these programs are just that aren't they Um, yeah just seeing what you would do if you were given sort of 13 15 grand or whatever they give them nowadays so uh, yeah I I do find it interesting
1: you don't cringe behind the uh, duvet like I used to on Doctor Who. <laughs>
3: There's a bit of cringing going on, yes, I must admit.
5: <laughs> Here's a question, actually: Is getting married is because it seems to very much focus on the bride, what she wants for the wedding, rather than the guy? Because obviously no shows; it shows the guy just think of themselves, and and it sounds dreadful. Even I, I hide. Oh my God, did he do that? You know, but is it a kind of meant to be a balance between both what they like?
3: Yeah, I think so. I think they are have, supposed to have had conversations, aren't they? You know, what sort of venue do you want? You know, what time of day? All that kind of stuff, you know, because it can vary greatly. But I think sometimes they just don't have those conversations or they maybe they do and they just get ignored. And uh, like I say, you know, show them the readies and they're off and uh, <laughs> making <laughs> for entertainment. And then they realise they've got no budget for food and all the rest of it. So I think, yeah, definitely a top tip would be yeah looking at your top five key things for a wedding day and if that's food drink your dress whatever it is or your suit um then prioritize those
5: they should come out i'll have this Yeah, go for it uh what about this then yeah, go for it <laughs> that's the main idea literally just went just do it
3: <laughs> yeah i think it's good to get get your partner involved so yeah, yeah. absolutely
5: top tips thank you nice.
3: guys <laughs>
1: so hopefully fingers crossed we won't get drunk says emma kelly on this particular song
11: hold up my hands i'm guilty yeah i'm under the influence of you you pull me down i'm so deep and i don't know what's real or what's the truth but It's all-
1: Lovely Emma Kelly and that uh, is called drunk here at uh, the weekly experience today. It's Beverly, it's Jack and it's Jenny from night ceremonies on the podcast. Right. Um, Beverly. It's yes. time for Jack to hear what we've done with Mandy Fleming, because over the last couple of weeks, we've been teasing everyone with this particular challenge. Now, uh, for Jaron, uh, Jenny's, uh, uh, explaining basically uh this is where we give you 30 seconds to have a go at uh talking about yourself or selling your business to us have a listen to this one so it's mandy fleming from wise therapy hello hello how are you
2: i'm amazing thank you you sound, little,
1: you sound a little bit nervous if i must say
2: well I might be feeling nervous because I'm, I'm about to, um, yeah, I'm just introducing myself for the first time. So this is important to me.
1: Okay, so over the last couple of months or so, we've been getting various companies, individuals, to kind of do a 30 second pitch. We did call it in the beginning, the 30 second classified free ad or something like that. You know, it, it changes title every single week, but it's, it's a good way of showcasing yourself now, are you up for showcasing yourself? Let's do it. Have you been to many networking meetings in the past? No. Okay, <laughs> this is a perfect opportunity for you to sell yourself. Now, usually at those kind of omni meetings and networking meetings, uh, the the person that's in charge says, right, you've got a minute uh, to tell the rest of the group about yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. But we're doing something a little bit different to that. We're giving you 30 seconds Oh, that's that's reasonable amount of time I I feel personally mm-hmm. myself so are you up for selling yourself within 30 seconds yes absolutely now I'm not going to tell you if you go over 30 seconds I'll just let you waffle on and see if you can work <laughs> out how long 30 seconds is that's the kind of challenge that we're doing here
2: nice
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kind. We're very kind here
2: oh my goodness me
1: so on the on the three, two, one, I will uh, start my little stopwatch here and see how long you can go on for. See if you can go on for thirty seconds, or possibly longer, or less than thirty seconds. Are you ready? Let's see, let's do this. Okay. So, Mandy Fleming from Wise Therapy, talk about yourself in three, two, one
2: well first of all hello everyone and yes my name is mandy fleming and i set up uh wise therapy which is um or my intentions are to create a safe and inclusive therapy space for everyone um and i started wise therapy because i uh, have experienced Bouts of anxiety and depression um, and kind of you know, it hit some lows in my life, so I decided that to make a change a healthy brain is a healthy person
6: (laughs) how long do you
2: think that was it felt like it was a good minute minute. no how long was it Great! I mean,
1: it was great. It was probably all. Hold on, no, man as as Hold on. As... What does that say, Mandy?
2: <laughs> That's two minutes thirty-three seconds.
1: Okay, I stopped that <laughs> earlier on. It was probably three and a half minutes. You know
2: what? Really, <laughs> I really love what I do.
4: <laughs> but, but do I you look... know what you? Do? do you know what you didn't do? You didn't say you, how people can find you. Oh. And what did you write down at the very beginning? My people can
2: find me. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what I do? I over offer my to do that again? Yeah, I going to do that again? Shall we give her another take? That would be good before and after, <laughs> wouldn't it? Would you're oh, you you enjoying it would this too much. <laughs> <laughs> would you like another go? Oh, 30 can seconds. Just, can you not just... Hang on, hang on. Should I put my watch... I have to put my watch Yeah, put
1: your watch on oh
2: <laughs> no listen we're going to be here all day aren't we otherwise? oh yes yeah yeah. We are.
1: <laughs> oh a bit of cheating going on right I was Hang
2: just going to if I had
1: your
4: <gasps> phone number I was going to message you and say I'll put a secret timer
2: on but... oh my god please no because you because I looked at you and, and I thought oh my god they've looked away so I've not done enough
1: <laughs> there was one point where you paused for, paused for a bit and I thought
2: yeah that was it that was my time I was going to stop and I was like oh no
1: <laughs> right, okay. And is going to have another go. Okay, so she will, last time she waffled on for three and a half minutes. <laughs> three and a half minutes, Mandy. Do you want another go?
2: Yes, please.
1: Okay. Uh, 30 <laughs> seconds. Are you ready, by the way?
2: Nope. Nope. Yes. Yes, right. I am ready now.
1: Right, 30 seconds on the clock, Mandy Fleming, to talk about wise therapy in three, two, one, go.
2: Well, thank you for giving me this opportunity. My name is Mandy Fleming. My company name is Wise Therapy. And you can reach me at mandy at therapycom That's my email address. And that is the best way to reach me at the moment. So I would really love you to reach out to me. Um, I'm studying um solution focused hypnotherapy at the moment. I'm able to give sessions. Um the reason I started to learn about solution focused <laughs> to experience and uh, has it gone over again? Oh, that's brilliant. That was well it did go over I'm sure, but you were very successful Oh, what did I set there? Um, Mandy. Yeah. Mandy. Oh for God's sake. <laughs> one minute forty four. Mandy. Okay.
1: What did I set? Yeah. Mandy.
2: It's definitely good. Aren't you just happy?
1: Mandy, listen to me.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well. On
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> listen to me, okay?
2: Oh I put it on twenty minutes thirty seconds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you technically I wasn't very good. Andy, oh my god! Yeah,
1: come back on the podcast in a couple of weeks, okay? Yeah, readdress I yourself. my love you know. I'll give you a bit of therapy here, as you're, you've been offering therapy to all your clients. I'll offer you a little bit of therapy. Come back in about a couple of weeks, a couple of months or so. Have another about... little chat with us, and uh, yeah, you know. we'll do it then. Because you know, I know how important it is when we do these kind of networking kind of meetings, for instance, that people. I just told to talk about themselves for a minute i've given you 30 seconds <laughs> and you talked for three and a half minutes and then you talked for one minute 44 Mandy, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast yay oh what a great sport
5: <laughs> is she still talking to you, rog?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh she was hilarious it's a thing about thank
5: you for being as well. it's a thing about mandy isn't it they always seem sort of like go on
1: oh, we've got the other Mandy to come. Don't want to worry. (laughs) Mandy Diney (laughs) Uh, has had a go, Jenny, uh, uh, one time at doing it, and she failed completely. Oh. Uh, So she's coming back to challenge herself. And, um, (laughs) well, I'm not going to say any more. You're going to have to listen to a future podcast. Uh, for to see how uh, Mandy Dineley uh, does once again, but that was Mandy Fleming today. Which <laughs> <laughs> no, she, whole, was awesome. she was awesome. She's was awesome, isn't she? The whole piece went on for fifteen minutes, and I managed to edit it down to
3: seven <laughs> and a half minutes. <laughs> She sounds lovely. It was hilarious.
1: Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> oh dear. But if you want a serious uh, conversation with Mandy, she's from Wise Therapy and uh, she's on another podcast at our Healthy Life a Division of Buzz, BuzzPodcast.co.uk. But Mandy, thank you for that. Really appreciate it. We will get her back to see if she can do it properly next time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's crack up us. with
1: today's quiz, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So, this week it's all related to Mr. and Mrs. Uh, so, have a think for these three questions. I'll write through the questions again. What percentage of wedding guests actually attend? Is it 50 to 60%, 75 to 85%, or 50 to 50%? That's question number one. Question number two. An old English tradition is to do what uh, to a bride on the eve of a wedding? Is it wash your feet, wash your hair, or wash your hands? Meantime, according to Hitch.com, what is the most popular place to go on honeymoon? Is it the Maldives? Is it Dubai? Or is it St. Lucia? Those are your three questions. Any inclined team?
5: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's done. <laughs> <laughs> I think we still got the shot from earlier. <laughs> Right, there you go. Those are your three quiz questions.
1: Right, the three mystery voices. Jenny, have a listen to these very carefully. See if you can come up with any answers. Here we go. Very proud of this one, yeah, definitely, yes. it's. uh, I guess it brings a couple of my passions together, one of which is the 3D thing itself.
2: Ed is on this um, next cut. I haven't got a sound effect for him, but I have heard impressions of him which go something like this. So there you are.
9: You know, from the time I was a kid, so whenever it was... We worked on it. You know, if it was St. Patrick's Day, I had a leprechaun outfit at like nine years old and my dad had (laughs) interviewed me.
1: So those are your three mystery
3: voices anymore in Clint's Jenny? Uh, No, not really for number one and two. But yes, just reaffirmed my first thoughts, which number three is George Clooney for definite.
1: Well, I'm not going to say if you're right or wrong because it's not for you to guess, really. I'm just letting you (laughs) be in for, you know, it's week number five and uh, someone has two out of three out there at the moment. That's all I'll say. Mm. okay that person I'm not going to let you know okay your chance to win the Amazon £30 voucher if you can tell us who those three voices are we'll give you another recap uh, towards the end of the podcast still to come we ha- have the answers to unpack the fact answers with Bev coming up shortly plus also my top 20 Mother's Day fact and Rosie Turner joins us for a chat and some more music as well plus also we've got the answers to the quiz all so to come up next on the weekly experience Right. Gravity Force, the coolest, fittest place on earth, right on your doorstep here in Camberley. Interconnected trampolines, angled edges so you can literally bounce off the walls.
7: Are you having fun? Fancy
1: yourself as an adrenaline junkie, or if you want that next fun filled activity with your kids, Gravity Force offers you all of this. Do you want some more? Kids, teens and adults will love the foam pit, dodgeball courts and slam dunk basketball hoops. A new way to exercise. Unparalleled, unmapped, out-of-this-world, free-jumping fun for everyone. Gravity Force Camberley. Find us at www.gravityforce.co.uk. Go on, let yourself fly.
7: Just like this.
1: Buzz Talk Business.
5: But the networking community out there now, Roger, that it is. There's not they're not just networking groups anymore, it's very much a help and support community.
1: If you have an interesting story to tell, let us know.
0: So our original inspiration was trying to come up with a beer genuinely pairs well with food. Tangy, fresh, not too bitter, lightly sparkling, so it's not too bloating. And that's where the, the idea came from. Talking to the real
1: people with real stories with real life. This is Buzz Talk Business. Well, prior to owning my own business, I had a 15-year successful career working for a couple of the biggest banks in the UK and Europe. Talking to you in your community, this is Buzz Talk Business. Just be yourself, because in fact, it's you that I have to like and trust before I ever buy anything. So forget the labels, just go out there with your heart and be true. Let the discussions begin.
0: Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. It's the best, it's brilliant. It's the Weekly Experience.
1: So welcome back today to the Weekly Experience. It's Beverly, it's Rog and it's Jenny and it's Jack today. Uh, fancy getting yourself on the show? Love to hear from you lot. All you have to do is email us and don't forget to click us on our Facebook page, which is brand new. It's facebook.com forward slash Experience. Jenny, have you clicked and liked the page yet? I believe I have actually,
3: yes. Yes, I have. And I've checked actually on Instagram as well.
1: I will be
5: checking later.
3: (laughs) Right.
1: Time to reveal the top 20 Mother's Day facts. Check out the speed of... um Voila, here here we go so here we go then 20 Mother's Day facts to share with your mum at number 20 it's mums aren't the only ones getting Mother's Day love 19 beauty salons and spas also get a Mother's Day boost on the particular day and weekend at 18 most women have their first child in their 20s 17 some countries still observe ancient festivals honouring their mothers and at 16 36% of us plan to buy their mum's jewellery on the day meantime at 15 Mother's Day is celebrated all over the world Fourteen brings in the carnations. They have a special meaning on Mother's Day. Uh, the most popular gift for Mother's Day is the greeting card, coming in at thirteen. And it's twelve in 2018. Over 23 billion was spent on Mother's Day alone. Meantime, at number eleven, the history of America's Mother's Day starts with the peacemaker Ann Jarvis. And at ten, Ann Jarvis would later try to stop what Mother's Day became. At nine, it's Ann's daughter Anne continues. Her Legacy by creating the official holiday. Meantime, at eight, Woodrow Wilson signs the Mother's Day Law in 1914. Uh, the Munker Mum comes from babies. This is the first thing a baby can vocalize is the ma sound. Uh, six, as of twenty fourteen, there was 43.5 billion mums in the United States. Five, Mother's Day is the busiest day of the year for restaurants, according to the National Restaurants Association with 87 million adults uh, planning to go out for Mother's Day. One of the earliest Mother's Day celebrations was in ancient Greece at number four. And at number three, Mother's Day is the third highest selling holiday for flowers. And at two, more calls are made on Mother's Day than any other day of the year. Approximately 122 million calls are made on the second Sunday of May. And at one, Mother's Day isn't always on the same day each year. The holiday is celebrated on the second Sunday Sunday of May. That's twenty Mother's Day facts to share with your mum, not half Mother's Day.
5: Wow! Did you pass out after that?
1: Uh, after yes, I have to breath know.
5: through that. Like, oh, did he breathe? <laughs> <laughs> did you learn
4: anything there, Beth? Um, carnations. Why have they got a special meaning? I'm just
1: reading what it says on the script.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so we need a little bit of research into that one. And jewellery also uh, is one of the most popular prezzies i i'm happy with a bunch of daffodils to be fair and breakfast in bed or a cup of tea at the very least would be a very fantastic special treat what about you jenny
3: um i think some time out's quite nice yeah just um rather than the physical gifts just having some time you know time away from being mum just to be me indulge in all my home programs that i love
4: yeah that's yeah that's what i was saying as well you know it's not for me it's not about getting a prezi or anything i just kind of like a voucher saying i'll I'll clean out the inside of your car mum i'll sweep up the leftover leaves in the garden or cut the grass or 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 anything that just kind of takes it away from having to do those jobs
3: yeah definitely a nice experience rather than a physical present i would say but yeah anything's nice very labor intensive
5: you guys aren't you you know
4: we're labour intensive.
5: Yeah, it could be like. You don't have, <laughs> Come on, make a nice you don't have to or... go to the
4: shops, do you? You don't have to go to the shops and buy anything. Just do like a little cup of tea. And, yeah. Know, a cup of tea would be good. Make a roast dinner. Clear yeah. up after you. To clean the kitchen floor. No.
5: What, is that, is anything. What, that's what husbands are for, is it? You know? <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. I haven't got one. Yeah, but they're supervisory, yeah. aren't they? They're supervisory to the children.
3: Absolutely.
1: So what what are you going to be doing for your mums? (laughs)
5: Uh,
3: Well, I'm sending my mum. Oh, oh, it's changed now. Yeah, I just wish I could see my mum, but we can't. Obviously, Mm. at that point, we still won't be able to. So it'll be sending gifts. But yeah, usually we do a nice lunch out or something.
4: Yeah, i will probably be doing much the same. My mum lives up the road from me, so I'll, I'll head up there and wave at her from a distance and take her a, a bunch of flowers and organise her coming over for dinner for a Sunday roast or something when we're all allowed to mix. They, she could be our one and only household indoors, the first one, or something yeah. like that, I think, that'd be nice. Oh, well, lovely. So should,
3: will well, she that- be Rod, her husband, on Mother's Day? Is she going to be, will they be reminiscing about their recent weddings? we think? <laughs>
4: yeah that may that may come up we could watch the video and everything why not why not that'd be lovely
5: i, I like it when she Bev says like you know for for my mother's day you know it's labor intensive sweep this sweep that when it comes to her mum, she wants to buy stuff for her,
4: <laughs> do you want to her? <laughs> just a bunch <laughs> of flowers
5: do you want to do, do, do bits for her for you know put some decorations i do
4: and... go i do go shopping for her okay. i do do local local bits of shopping and run round and do kind of mummy
1: daughter things I was just going to ask, by the way, Bev, is there an emu in the back garden?
4: (laughs) Go on, what do you mean?
9: Well, Rob.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You... uh... Why we're talking about Mother's Day, by the way, on the podcast today, uh, just to remind you, March the 14th is Mother's Day. March 14, put it in your diaries, okay? That's why we're talking about it quite a bit on the show today uh, for this very special month. And thank you to all those calls that we had uh, on the uh, podcast as well. Uh, thank you, team, for that. Uh, so uh, we've got to speak to Rosie Turner now on the podcast. Uh, so where do you get your musical
9: background from? Well, I've always done it. I come from a musical family. So um, my it comes from my. Uh, my mum's side. So um, all the way back to my great grandmother, she was a singer. My granddad was a singer. My mum was an opera singer. Um, She trained at Glyndebourne when she was 12. Um, And then unfortunately when she had me and my brother, she stopped singing. Um, But I think my parents realised I could sing when I was about six. I remember singing Crazy by Patsy Cline to my mum's singing teacher. And uh, he told my mum to leave my voice alone. He said, you can either train her, push her into opera or just leave her because she's got a natural ability. So I've always done stuff, like always been in theater shows and my dad acted as well. So even like the amateur stuff we did when we were kids, my dad was always the pantomime dame. My mum was a singing fairy. Me and my brother were villagers. Um, so it's I've always done it. And then I took a break when I left school. I did the usual thing. Became a hairdresser, um, went into as you do when you're 16, and then you 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 go off and have a job, and then later on in life, in my early 20s, I went to music college at the ACM in Guildford, and i have never stopped singing since. I think it took going to college to think actually I could actually I think I'm all right at this, and I could I could do it. Whereas singing had always been just a hobby or something like dramatic to do on the stage, um, and then I've just never never looked back, and I quit my Nine to five, four years ago, and that was it. I've sung every every day ever since.
1: So, what does music bring to you then?
9: It, and this might sound a bit dramatic, but it is literally everything. Um, I, as some people would have a stressful week and then they'd go and have a round of golf or do exercise I feel the same with singing it's something I have to get out of my body as weird as that sounds and if I if I don't do it it affects everything it affects your mood um how I am and I just I, I just love it I can't I can't and if if me singing I always say as people say to me all the time I'll oh, you should be famous. You should have a record deal. You should do this. You should do that. And I'm like, do you know what? If I do a gig and one person says to me afterwards, I've had a really good time. I'm done. I don't need any more than that because I think you lose touch for me with what music is. It's not about a record deal being famous. I had a dabble in that world a few years ago and was like, do you know what? This was a great experience, but this isn't for me. It's not, it's not as fun. Like you've got to love it. Cause if, if, if i ever woke up and thought oh i'll do a gig today then i've lost everything because it becomes a job and it, i will never let music do that is that why you
4: say it's not for you because then it would just become a job or were there other reasons
9: um well i was um i did the voice back in uh, 2015 um and was part of team will i am <laughs> Leave it there.
1: We lift on a cliffhanger. You see, for everyone to listen to Buzz podcast, Buzz Talk Entertainment. If you want to hear the full chat with Rosie Turner, she was on The Voice with Will. I am, but how far did she get? What was her experience like? All those questions to be answered.
4: That was really good, wasn't it? Her, her, what she was saying about The Voice on the. Uh, all everything she was saying about the voice was really um, enlightening it was good I that
1: don't give too much away Beverly no. I'm not Everyone saying anything else better. yeah go awful. over and listen to it it's a really good one yeah indeed plus also we'll hear from her in a minute uh, musical chat as well with her singing Summertime but we'll do that in a minute first of all though it's time, time to unpack the fact, fact. unpack the fact true false false true true false false true before we get on to and un- unpack the fact my little resourced uh, research team that work behind me in this very cupboard <laughs> see that i've <cupboard, laughs> told me that um jenny you've only liked our facebook page the weekly experience while we're telling everyone six minutes ago
3: absolutely yeah can i ask have you liked my page <laughs> you
1: haven't given out the details yet that's why
3: <laughs> yes but i have liked your instagram
1: I've been tagging (laughs) you. Anyway, let's uh, carry on with unpack the fact. So the statement from Beverly goes like this.
4: It goes, my mum is nearly 84 and has only just got married.
1: And she doesn't have an emu in the back garden, no?
4: She's got no emu in the back garden and her husband is called Rod. They got married in Aldshot and had their... Reception at the Aviator.
1: Plus, also, if Rod was, if, if Rod is obviously still alive. To <laughs> your <laughs> mum, <laughs>
4: yeah, he's he is. Robot. He's coming up ninety-one.
1: Because Rod Hull is obviously fell off a roof, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, that's the story of Rod Hull. Anyway, uh, Jack, what's your thinkings uh, behind Beverly today?
5: Yeah, I don't think she's telling the truth. Why are you saying this? Do you think? Because w- women know their facts; they don't need to write it down. She's obviously looking down all the time, looking at her notes. She should know this. That's my theory behind it. we see. Yeah,
1: but she might be doing this falsely.
5: You see, Jenny. Yeah, she it might could, be looking be at that. this
1: there, mm. and she might be telling. That she might have got it all
5: wrote down. So this, this is what this game's all about. You see. Yeah. Well, if if I'm me. if I'm wrong, she's a good actor. There you go. Mm. Yeah, I love the
3: story. I love to think that it was true. It's so sweet, but I think with the hesitations and, yes, some of the details, um, I'd say it's probably false.
1: Because you had another inkling earlier on, didn't you, to do with something like, was it the hotel or something, or where she got wed?
3: Yeah, um, from memory, the rooms with views out over the back were on the ground floor, not up on the first floor. That was the first thing that struck me, so... I could be wrong <laughs> but just from my memory so yeah that, that kind of didn't stack up for me but yeah
1: <laughs> so let's go round the rounds. Jack you're saying um, she's not telling the truth Jenny you're saying yeah she's not telling the truth unfortunately I don't think you're telling the truth either so what's the fact again Bev
4: my mum is almost 84 and has just
1: recently got married or just got married so us three think you're telling a big fat lie.
5: Before you tell me the answer, right. let's give you a drum roll.
4: Okay, so three years this coming in, coming up in July, my mum and Rod got married. She was just eighty, and he was eighty-nine. Wow! <laughs> and <laughs> and it was the hottest day of the year. And we all went over to Aldershot registry office, got married, then went back and there was probably, I don't know, I think there must have been about 70 of us of varying ages in the higher bracket. Um, And then we all went to the aviator, went through the doors, went up the lift and went to the function suite, which I decorated out. And it all looked twinkly and lovely and uh, ivy and and gorgeous things. And the reason they chose there was because Rod did his apprenticeship at the RAE and he could spend all of his time looking over the um, airfield. The funniest thing about it, I mean, it was lovely. Uh, My little granddaughters were uh, bridesmaids. I was matron of honour. Thank you very much. (laughs) And the funniest thing about it is they got married in the July. And in the October, maybe, um, Bobby Davro came and did a comedy night. Oh, no, it was probably the following... March, Bobby Davro came and headlined for us, and he picked my mum and Rod out of the audience. And like, how long, how often, how long have you two been married? Expecting to say five thousand years, and oh, that was they said, he, they said three months. You could he he was speechless. So I mean, <laughs> what a wonderful thing! It was fantastic. What a beautiful day. And I was kind of herding around these um, older age group people, worrying about the heat and the everything else. But it was all fine. It was a lovely day. Really, really nice. So it was true.
1: Oh, I'm sorry we doubted you, Beth. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: on that note I'd just like to say a really big thank you to my mum for um, everything she's done for me over the years I've been a little bit of a handful from time to time I expect you're surprised about to hear that Um, and uh, she's been there every step of the way so I'd just like to say thank you and I'm so glad she and Rod have found each other and got married in um, in their later years it's lovely
1: that's amazing what a lovely story I'm cracking up now. but well, there you go. Anyway, who's got their phone on during the podcast?
4: Yeah, me. By accident, somebody rang and I put it what on It was silent. your mother?
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was your mother, wasn't it? You're lying. You're lying.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, I didn't and... think it could come through the phone. It wasn't ringing, was it?
1: Oh uh, dear Anyway <clears throat> Right let's uh, oh, well, I think we need a little bit of a breather Before we uh, give the answers uh, To the quiz It's Rosie Turner Let's have her singing uh, Summertime
13: Summertime And the lemon is easy Fish are junk- Can so hush, little baby. Don't you cry? One of these mornings, you're gonna. Till the sky. Oh, but till that morning, they and nothing can harm you. With daddy and I.
1: Turner, and that is called Summertime. Really like that. And uh, as I said, you can hear more of the conversation with her at uh, buzzpodcast.co.uk uh, forward slash uh, Buzz Talks Entertainment. There you go. Uh, right. Let's crack on and finish the show today with a bit of um, answers to the quiz. then it is the Mr. and Mrs. Quiz this week on the uh, podcast as we've been celebrating Mother's Day and all things wedding. Our guest today has been Jenny from Night Ceremonies. Uh, So first of all, I'll get the answers from Jack and Beverly in turn, and then I'll come to Jenny for an answer as well. So what percentage of wedding guests actually attend? Is it A... 50 to 60%, B, 75 to 85%, or C, 40 to 50%. is uh, Which one are you choosing, Jack, A, B, or
5: C? The um, 70 to percent <laughs> one. Which one's up?
1: I haven't said 70%. I said 75
5: to 85%. Yeah, that's that's this one, that one. That's 75 okay, to 85%. percent are going for
1: that one. We're going for B. Uh, Beverly, you are going for? I'm going for B as well jenny you're going for
3: um i'm gonna go for b because when we advise people about catering requirements we usually say cater for about 70 to 80 ish percent because there will be a dropout. so yeah that's what, what i'm going for you each get one point well done
1: Question number two today. An old East Scottish tradition is to do what to a bride on the eve of her wedding. Beverly, is it A, wash your feet, B, wash your hair, or C, wash your hands?
4: I'm going to go for um, washing her hair. No, feet. I'm going to wash her feet.
5: Uh, Jack? Yeah, I'm going to pick the same feet because that sticks in my mind. I've heard something mm. before in the, well, in the past, but yeah, that sticks out more.
3: Jenny? Um, I was instantly going to say feet, but just to be a bit different, I'm going to go for hands, just because obviously there's that touching element, exchanging rings on the day. So I'm going to say hands, just to be different.
1: Well, one of you's wrong and two of you are right. The two that (laughs) are right are Jack and Beverly. Yes, it is washing her feet. Do you know what the tradition is there, Jenny, at all?
3: Um, I don't know. It, it did ring a bell, but I don't actually know. So I'd love to find
1: out. It's a little bit weird, I think. But there you go. Anyway, moving on. According to Hitch. com, what is the most popular place to go on honeymoon? Is it a the Maldives? Is it b Dubai or c Saint Lucia? Jack.
5: Maldives. Beverly.
3: Yeah, I was going to say Maldives as well. Jenny. Yeah, Maldives for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, I can tell you today, three out of three for Beverly. Which means, how many did you get, right, Jack? You got three out of three as well, didn't you? Okay, okay. And the, uh, the professional, Jenny from Night Ceremony, gets two out of three. Yeah, <laughs> which means uh, because I'm feeling generous, Beverly, give yourself a point
4: Thank in the you. overall series.
1: So that's five and a half, and give a point to Jack as well because he got three out of three
5: today.
4: All right. uh, oh, points. okay. So he goes up. Yeah. So uh, he point, goes three and a half. Three and a half. Two yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two points. Yeah. That was great. Enjoyed that. Mm. I try not to get the let the fame get to my go to my head, but with fame comes pressure. So I've got to stay at the top.
5: No, with fame yeah. comes great responsibility. All right.
1: <laughs> anything, anything that you would like to add to the mr and mrs quiz last week we talked about sites which was on for 10 days oh yeah okay anything you want to yarn on about go on
4: i used to love it i used to love the program mr and mrs i had, i really really used to like that and, and they used to put up a board didn't they when they both agreed with each other you know like do you such what was such the host name it? oh god
6: Oh my god! I remember
4: being a kid watching
8: that.
6: Yeah.
4: Can you remember Jenny? Derek Derek Beatty. Derek Beatty. Mm. I probably recognise him. Not yeah, but then somebody else took over
1: more recently. Phil Schofield.
4: Oh, right. Okay. I, yeah, I like that. I love those kind of feel-good programs. And I also like the route, the, the arouse that brew because of them. So, you know, somebody fails on something so simple. And I like I like the whole row thing going on.
5: Roger right. how long, Roger, how long yeah. did Science Week go on for, did you say? How long? How long did Science Week go on for? <laughs> um... 10 days. Did someone ask that question on commenting on the Facebook?
1: Yes, thanks. thanks, Carla, for asking me how long science day. How long does science week go on for, Jenny?
3: Oh, I can't remember. I've got the memory of a goldfish today. <laughs> <laughs> Was it 10 days?
1: Was it 10 it's days? 10 days. Well done. Oh, dear. I feel like I'm going to be every single week on this. Yes. The
4: clue is in the word, isn't it? Science week, seven days. But
1: it's 10 days.
4: Anyway, that was just so last week.
1: <laughs> so last week. Anyway, going on for the fifth week mm. of the weekly experience are the mystery voices. Right, Jack, play the voices and then we'll discuss afterwards. Here we go. Very proud of this one, yeah,
5: definitely, yes.
1: It's, uh, I guess it brings a couple of my passions together, one of which is the 3D thing itself.
2: Ed is on this um... Next cut, I haven't got a sound effect for him, but I have heard impressions of him which go something like this. Quack. So there you are.
9: You know, from the time I was a kid, so whenever it was, we worked on it. You know, if it was St. Patrick's Day, I had a leprechaun outfit at like nine years old and my dad had an interview of <laughs> me. Being...
1: Right, one's a, a musician, one's a, a TV presenter, and one is an actor. That's the clue that I gave everyone the last couple of weeks. Jenny, any more inklings?
3: No, absolutely none. I just, I thought I might recognise the the guy's voice at the beginning, but no, nothing's coming to me, unfortunately.
1: Mm, Do you want to throw it out there? I'm not going to tell you if you're right or wrong. Go on, throw it out there.
3: Oh, and you said it was a singer. Did you say the first one was a singer? I'm not saying
1: if uh, one of them's a singer, one of them's
3: a... One of them's a singer. Um, It's got to be the first one. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Ed Sheeran, maybe? don't know. (laughs) Could be. <laughs>
1: oh,
6: <no>. Could
3: be.
1: <laughs> oh no. have uh, Bev, any more thoughts this week? No.
4: Yeah, I'm still sticking with my, my the last two, I reckon. I probably think I get more secure with the middle one every week. But I have to say now I am beginning to look
1: forward to the end of March because I, I would gonna, like somebody to win. I was gonna <laughs> say, are you losing faith in this competition? I wouldn't have thought, <laughs> why not? <laughs>
4: It's <laughs> really difficult. Maybe we should put the prize to ten thousand pounds. Win ten thousand. pounds. No, don't no. say that. No, no. That's, a, no, that's not. That's not happening. Obviously. Unless you've
1: got a spare ten thousand pounds in the back of you. No.
4: No, I just. I would. I. I really, really want to know who everybody is. So I would like somebody to guess right. We've had lots of guesses, but they've not all been right. And like you say, we've got a couple that have got two out of the three, but not we don't know. Jack and I don't know, and Jenny doesn't know. Um the only person who knows is Power Mad Roger, isn't it?
1: The other clue that I gave you the other week was there's a clue in one of them.
4: Oh okay. Can you tell us which episode there's a clue in? No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 don't be silly uh you're closing things on the mystery voices anything you'd like to add
5: i'm just i'm just i'm definitely know what the last one is and very much but i don't know the other two i think they're sounding more familiar because we keep listening to it you did give
1: a clue the other day you said oh perhaps they've been on the podcast before okay but i'll alleviate that that's not true
5: Throw it in there, He
1: likes the power. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Cool. Yeah, there you go. So, if you think you know what the three voices are, please do send your answers in to me. It's roger at smjmediagroup.uk. Your chance to win the £30 Amazon voucher entries before the end of March, 31st of March. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny, you got to wait that long till like, I give out the answers. <laughs>
3: Oh, it's annoying, isn't it? I just, I just want to know, like Bev, I want to know now. We'll <laughs> yeah, bring you Jerry, back on that. Everybody,
4: everybody just share it, share, 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 share away, and then, the then we can get the answers quicker than that. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it?
5: We, we've got to bring Jenny back on so she can then see if her guess is all right or not. Yeah. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Thank you for the
3: invite, Jack. Everybody else is not looking too sure. <laughs>
1: It's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, uh, I hope you've enjoyed your experience of being with uh, us two, or three.
3: Three, yeah. No, I have, actually. Although you did call me Jeremy earlier, so...
1: (laughs) For me, personally.
3: Jack's going to have to go back through all the footage and check. But yes, no, I am Jenny, <laughs> not Jeremy. Yes, but I've absolutely loved it. Thank you very much for having me.
1: <laughs> no no worries at all. Thank you, Jeremy, for that. I appreciate that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Roger don't upset She won't come back.
1: Any <laughs> closing uh, he headlines you do?
4: Yes, happy uh, Mother's Day for the weekend to all the mothers out there and everybody who acts like mothers and brings children up. Yeah. Um, full stop really it's um a massive undertaking and it just doesn't stop when they get to 18
1: yeah exactly so uh, mother's day by the way just a reminder 14th of march put it in your diaries and get the flowers sent to your mum or the chocolate sent to your mum because you know, that's the only way you're going to be able to deliver a present isn't it
5: mm? and while you're thinking about buying stuff mum think local exactly
1: Team, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Jenny, for joining us today on the podcast. We will
0: see you in seven days from now. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Weekly Experience. For more episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google and Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe to stay fully up to date. So look out for our next podcast and do check our new website, buzzpodcasts.co.uk.